raising of what? Priests and kings. That is, priests are raised here, kings are raised. Uh, today's topic, I'm going to be talking about what? Doing what? Doing the plan. But before I go further, you know, raising priests and kings, you know, there's a statement I think about 15 years ago, my Smuro made, he said that, you know, nobody's born a king. Kings are what? You know, um, uh, nobody's born a leader. A leader is made. Every, a leader is made. Amen. A leader is made. You can be a king and not be a leader. You can be in government position and not be a leader. You can have the tag group leader and not be a leader. Am I communicating? Everybody, you know, people are looking. It has to do with also the intention. You know why? Some people just want power. That is why they're in leadership position. Have you seen people who they just want power? They have money. They have everything. But they just want power and authority. And they look for what? They look for a leadership position. It doesn't make that person necessarily what? A leader. So leaders are made. We have so many people who are kings, but they are not kings in reality. Am I communicating? They are not kings. There's no wisdom. A king without wisdom is not a king. He's not a leader. He's just a foolish man. Amen. And if we check our society today, we see people who are very influential yet without any position. Am I communicating? That is, moving in your class, the person might not necessarily be the group leader, but he's so influential. His words carry power. Am I communicating? People in organizations and systems, they're just influential, but they, they necessarily might not have that position attached to their name, but they are leading automatically. Amen. And so this is a place where leaders are made. And um, in order to establish this word, I'll go into the topic fully today. Go to Daniel chapter 1. I'm, I, I, let me check the version I'm going to use here. I'm going to use NLT to read Daniel chapter 1. I uh, was meditating this morning, and the Spirit of God asked me to go to Daniel. And um, Daniel chapter 1, verse 3, the Bible says, Then the king ordered Asphenas, his chief of staff, to bring to the palace some of the young men of Judah's royal family. So these people were what? They were in the royal family. Amen. And then look at certain distinctions. And other noble families, that is children of other noble families, who had been brought to Babylon as captives. So there were so many people like that. Now, he said, select only strong, healthy, and good-looking young men. He said, make sure they were what? They are well-versed in all branch of learning. King James is saying all, um, in, in understanding of science, that is in all branch of learning. So, not everybody who was in the king's palace, who was a, from a royal family, is what? Is healthy, good-looking, strong, and not all of them are good with learning. Am I communicating? Are we together? He says that what? Make sure they're versed in every branch of learning and gifted with knowledge and good judgment and are suited to serve in the royal palace. So they were from royal family and different places, but not everybody was suited to what? To serve in the royal family. Am I communicating? Now the next one, the next thing he said, train these young men in the language, of, uh, in the language and literature of Babylon. Okay, makes sense. says, the king assigned them a daily ration of food and wine from his own kitchens. They were to be trained. So if these people were good in learning already, look, now, it says, gather these people. They qualify already. There was a qualification standard. Am I communicating? Are we together? Just look at, I, I want us to look at something. It says, gather these people. They were born into royal families. You know, by reason of their birth. They qualified for something. Some were born into what? The house of nobles. By reason of that position, they were qualified. 
And now he's saying, now train them again. Train them for what? He says that what? He says um, they were to be trained for three years. Again, another training for three years, and then they would enter the royal service. So they couldn't serve in the royal palace until they were trained. And so when we talk about raising priests and kings, we're being trained into greatness and for us to walk in the reality of the capacity God has called us into as children of God. Am I communicating? So every time you come here, you are coming for proper training as a priest and as a king, every one of you. You're coming here. Everybody who comes here, you're here for training. Am I communicating? You're here for training. So um, if you have to, you should actually take notes, you know, you know, you should meditate on these words that God is you know, passing to all of us. And you're going to have a lot of unlearning to do. You know, it's usually difficult to unlearn certain things. In short, it's, I think it's easier to, you know, learn something, to pick up a trait than to drop a trait. Am I communicating? It's very difficult. It's very difficult to drop certain things. Difficult to drop certain things. You know, it's already part of you. And when we come here... We're going, we are going to drop things, and we're going to learn free, new things. It says, do not what? Be conformed to this word, but be ye transformed by the what? The renewal of your mind. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. So we come here for renewal. We come here for transformation every time we're here. So be intentional about every service. Amen. So doing the plan. Hallelujah. That's the scripture. Of, you know, that's the um, theme for today's topic, doing the plan. Now, when you say doing the plan, it can mean two, two things. There are two directions, and we're going to face those two directions today. It says doing the plan. That it could mean um, planning. That is planning. Do you understand? Doing the plan could mean, you know, make the plan. Am I communicating? Doing the plan. And then another direction, doing the plan could also mean what? Executing the plan. So we're going to work with that. Already, I gave chapter one. I said chapter one. Um... Uh, part one of planning. I said the power of planning last year in December. I think that was the third Sunday of the year, or of December. And so we're going to be looking into what? Doing the plan. That is, we have to make plans. How many of us have our diaries already? That was an assignment I gave to us in December. You need a diary for this year. Anybody who has your diary, glory to God. I can see some ends. And if you don't have your diary, we are very intentional about everything. You must live your life plan. If it, you know, somebody says something, say, if you don't have a plan in life, life is going to plan you. That is, you just keep moving, keep moving, wherever, you know, just cruise through. Your life is going to take you somewhere. It's going to take you somewhere. Am I communicating? If you just get into any bus, you know, you just get to the bus station, you get into any bus, the bus is going to take you to any destination. But if you have a plan, if you know where you're going to, you get to the bus, you know the right station to drop. Am I communicating? If you begin to drive, you know, any road you just turn, and that's what people are living right now. They just get on the car, get into the new year, you know, wherever, who, who, drive, 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 drive. And you don't know where, where is the next gas station. And so they run out of where, and they are stuck somewhere. Many of us were stuck in different areas of our lives last year. And we need to be what? We need to be intentional about this year. You know, the next gas station. This is a long journey. It's not a short journey. So you need to plan this. You know, people who go on long journey, you see them, they have to refill. And so this is a long journey throughout the year. And we, we already know where we're going to last year. Uh, last week, we talked about what? As far as your eyes can see. So now you've seen these things. How many of us got things for this year? God opened your eyes already. What he wants to do in your life this year? Anybody? Oh, okay. Just one, two, three persons. I pray God will open eyes. Like, 
we, we prayed last week Sunday. Maybe some of you are just shy, don't want to indi indicate. You know, as far as your eyes can see, amazing topic. You will see greatness, you see all of this, but then if you don't plan and execute a plan, you won't see the reality of that thing. It will just be a myth. It will just become a visionary. You have a vision, but there's no task, there's no plan whatsoever. And so you just keep dragging yourself and you're like, oh, if I get there, thank God. No, you can get there. Am I communicating? You can get there. It's not a thing of if I get. It's the thing of what I'm going to get there. You know, this is not pride. This is the fact that God has shown you something. The Bible says, who is it that said 18 and it comes to pass, it comes to pass, or it comes to pass when the Lord commands it not. So what God has commanded, he wants to do it. And I said something between every prophecy and the what? And the manifestation of that uh, prophecy is what? Is man's cooperation with God. And so part of our cooperation is planning. I'm going to read scripture right now. Let's open a Bible to Proverbs chapter 16. I'm going to use NLT and TLB here. Chapter 16, verse 1 to 9. I'll read verse 1 with NLT. It says, we can make our own plans, but the Lord gives the right answer. TLB says, we can make our plans, but the final outcome is in God's hand. He said, we can. As a matter of fact, some scriptures, some versions say, we should make plans. What is, the, what is your plan? God determines the final outcome, but are you making plans? Because he has given you a vision that is, is showing you the end of a thing. The Bible says, though your beginning might be small, but your end shall be what? Shall be great. So, he has shown you what he wants to do. That is the final outcome. But you ought to make a plan. It says, write the vision down and what? Make it plain. So that he that readed it might be what? Able to run with it. And so it must be made plain. And the plain here is what? Is planning. Before you start a building, you have a vision. You, you want to build. You're speaking with an architect. And say, I want three-story building. You already have a vision. What you want to do. Three-story building with five rooms or six rooms. I want the parlor here to be very big. This is my land and dress. And what would the architect do? The architect will plan. Now, it would be very foolish of you to start a building without planning. You just start, especially if you, if some like three-story building. There's no plan. You just start, like, say, so where's the toilet going to be? Um, just, just start to build. Just, you know, just build. I will show you later. It's, it's foolishness. And if you do, like, the corridors, you know, you need to plan. And so, your, your destiny is so huge. Tell somebody, my destiny is huge. My destiny is big. You know, if you want to build one room, it's not complicated, complicated. Just one room. You can just make it a square. There's nothing special about that. Already you have, like, you know, a surface plan, like, you know, just put it like this. But your destiny is bigger than that. Your destiny is so huge that you just operate life without a plan. So God is the one who determines the outcome, but you have to plan. And you have to plan with, by what? By gathering facts. Facts. Gather facts. This is it. This is what I need. I need 20 bags of cement. You can't pray. You can't, you know, do you understand? You can't pray one bag of cement to begin to multiply itself on the spot. Now you want back. You have the money to buy 20 or 30. And you say, you want back. Now multiply, multiply, multiply. You're a, you're a mad person. You're not okay. Say multiply. Okay, you know, or you tell them, you know, as you take this bag of cement, you know, mix, with, mix it with, you know, three trucks of sand. What are you building? You're building rubbish. 
it can't go anywhere. So you have to gather facts together. Facts. You gather this fact. Or you come out with first year of medicine. Nursing therapy and nursing surgery can deceive you. That after you finish it, you're like, man, you begin, your head, you begin to feel like a doctor. Amen. And then you come out of nursing therapy and nursing surgery, like, you know, now nah, I think, I think, you know, I think I, I can do something with this, my knowledge. Nothing. Nothing. Have you ever done a course before and upon doing that course, uh, you begin to, you just learned new diagnosis and your body does so much, you've been like, ah, I've been saying now, it, it looks like, is that, has it happened to you before? You begin to, you know, imagine like that. Look at you. Look at you. You just, one, you just take one part of information. You know, I, I love uh, what, they call it, uh, what they call this. Pharmacy so much. Is it pharmacy? You call it? Pharmacology. Pharmacology. You know why I like pharmacology? All the adverse effects are the same. Almost all of them. Of all the drugs. Headache, nausea, vomiting. What else? Fever. What else? What else is it? And what? Dizziness, love of Bogo. You know, you just carry everything. Now, imagine somebody calling, I'm dizzy. And you, only pharmacology says, Did you take parastamol? <laughs> and the person says, No. Did you take, like, you know, like, I have a headache or I'm dizzy. And all you can think of is because of only that information. So you need all the facts together. You combine all the facts in order for you to operate, to operate fully. Or prayed fully. So, it says, people may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Your what? Your plans. Your plans will succeed. So, your plans, you have to plan. And that planning is you need facts. That's why I say we need to keep journal. And people, you know, please, I hope you are keeping journal. You are keeping track of even your spending. If I ask you how much you spent last year, is there anybody who knows how much they spent? Anybody like that? Nobody. I, you know, glory to God, amazing man. He has glasses, he's a nerd. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, okay, he heard that. Forgive me. So, but every one of us, you're supposed to know how much you spent last year. You know how much you received last year. So, how can you know if your 2021 was better than 2020 financially? You want to judge it by the number of gadgets you bought or what? No. So many of us are rich. I'm telling you, like if you do it this year, by the end of 2020, you, you will be shocked how much. You, some of you are millionaires. The million you are looking for, you've spent it. Everything. Many of, I'm serious. Many of you are millionaires. You're not aware. You just think you're a millionaire by spending. <laughs> Amen. Many of you are millionaires, but you're not aware. You just keep... so. Planning, we must plan. We must plan. We must have a plan. Do you have a budget for this year? As a church, we have. I personally have a budget. I think it was last night, God increased my budget. You know, like, actually, that is for into next year. And I was there, and, you know, I was just meditating. And God, you know, I just looking, it was, actually, it was SFC camp. And boom, he gave me the, like, it, like, why speaking, like, ah! He gave me the amount, like, half a million rubles. I was like, what? And I, I, I almost shook. And then go like, don't you think I can do it? I'm like, okay, it's inside the budget already for 2023. I have it fixed. And you can live your life like that. And God is, only, is, is the only one who knows why. I, I shared a testimony about, you know, doing things um, coming out. A young man, 
you know, he was believing God for something. He had reached out to me. And then afterwards, they are like, God, if you do this thing for me, I'm going to sponsor his flight. And in less than one week, the thing came out. The flight, when I told him afterwards, you know, uh, business ticket, about 260,000 rubles. Within, like, less than two hours, he sent the amount straight. So, do you have a plan? Am I communicating? And then afterwards, after, no, before this transaction, when we were speaking, he came all the way to Kusk. I've shared this testimony before. He came all the way to Kusk. He used two flights to just, you know, see me. He saw me for just 10 minutes. And then while sharing, God, I, God told me, like, in the next seven days, he's going to give him double. And I was shaking. I just released the word. And in the next seven days, he did it. And so do you have a plan? What is your budget like? What is your life? What is your vision? What do you want to achieve this year? Is there any plan? Or is everything like fairy tale to you? Am I communicating? Everything's like, you know, as God, let me shall eat. No. You are a king. You are a leader here. Every leader. Have you seen any nation without budget? There are some who actually have budget and they don't know how to get the budget. They just keep borrowing. We know the country is like that. In freestyle, they don't know how they will pay the debt. They don't know. They just, you know, there's no plan whatsoever. And so, we ought to have a plan. Every time. And, you know, this upgrade, yeah. We all have kings. Like, I'm still in my first life. Jesus, will we we'll finish in Jesus' name. Amen. So, we must have a plan. Enough of freestyle. Like I said that last time. But, you know, have a plan. Amen. Let me jump quickly to some, to the next scripture. Let me just go to verse 9 and then I'll continue to, with uh, Bible, uh, you know, Bible character we live by plan. It says in verse 9, TLB, it says we should make plans counting on God to direct us. So we should make plans while counting on God to direct us. You know, even in our planning process as we have the facts, God can interfere. It's better to start already, you know. Your intention and God like, ah, I want to do this. You know, just, you know, just adjust this area. When it's time for execution also, look at God's plan. He took the children of Israel, he put, placed them in the wilderness. They knew they were going to move. And he told them that, oh, guys, come, come, come down. You know, don't go through this, you know, the, the, the place of the Philistines. Now, move this way. And God had a reason for that. He said that lest they see war and they run back to Egypt. He knew they were not what yet, uh, they didn't have the capacity for such yet. And so a lot of building was going on in the wilderness. And so we must have a plan while God directs us in the planning and in the execution phase. So Genesis chapter 41, verse 25 to 41. Very amazing scripture. Um, yes, I'm going to use New King James here. So Genesis 20, we know this story very well. And many of us, sometimes when we're reading this story, we, call, we think, we always, you know, how many of us, before what I'm about to say, I know many of you are corporate Christians. Everybody, will, nobody will say no now. How many? Of, nobody will agree to this. How many of us believed God was the one who told Joseph the plan in order to save? Who believed that way? In order to save, God only showed him disaster. He showed him plenty. And he showed, he showed um, Pharaoh plenty, you know, the, the, the dream, the illustration. He showed, and Joseph interpreted plenty and disaster. But that was where God stopped. He didn't tell him the plan. It was he who planned. Let's go to the scripture. He says, then Joseph said to Pharaoh, the dreams of Pharaoh are one. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. 
The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good heads are seven years. The dreams are one. And the seven thin and ugly cows which came up after them are seven years. And the seven empty heads blighted by the east wind are seven years of famine. This is the thing which I have spoken to Pharaoh. God has shown what he is about to do. He stopped at famine. Seven years of famine. Seven years of plenty, seven years of famine. Say, so this is what God is about to do. So how do they survive? God didn't show him. The next one. He says, indeed, seven years of great plenty will come throughout the land of Egypt. But after the seven years of famine will arise and all the plenty will be forgotten in the land of Egypt. And the famine will deplete the land. So he was saying, the famine will cause problem in the land. He's not saying that there's going to be a structure whatsoever. He said, the famine will deplete the land. And they say, so the plenty will, will not be known in the land because of the famine following, for it will be severe. And the dream was repeated to Pharaoh twice because the thing is established by God. And God will shortly bring it to pass. So, that was where the dream stopped. This is what was going to happen. That's where it stopped. That's the end of the dream. So, oh, God comes. You know, a recession is going to happen. That's a prophetic word. Am I communicating? That's what is going to happen. So how do we get out of this? He said, you're going to have plenty. And afterwards, you're going to what? You're going to be broke. And Joseph, like, he told Pharaoh, this is the dream. But now there was, they needed to plan. Now, see, now, this was now his suggestion. Now, therefore, let Pharaoh select a discerning and wise man. This is his suggestion. Now, therefore, look at what is going to happen. Now, therefore, Pharaoh. God did not say, in that dream, did you see, and then a man would rise who would now do something. Did you see any of such there? It was not written there. He gave a suggestion. He started giving a plan, a suggestion, what should be done. He says, now therefore let Pharaoh select a discerning and wise man and let him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh do this and let him appoint officers over the land. So, um, over the land to collect one-fifth of the produce of the land of Egypt in the seven plentiful years and let them gather all the food of those good years that are coming and store up grain under the authority of Pharaoh and let them keep food in the cities. Then that food shall be as a reserve for the land for the seven years of famine which will be in the land of Egypt that the land may not perish during the famine. He says, so the advice, you see, so the advice, this is so the revelation. This is so the advice, so the plan was what? Was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servants, can we find such a one as this, a man in whom the spirit of God is upon? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, inasmuch as God has shown you all this, there is no one discerning and wise as you. So he saw the wisdom being expressed. It was not the dream that promoted Joseph. It was the plan that promoted Joseph. There were so many people who have been seeing things for Pharaoh, but never, they were never promoted in the land of Egypt. But Joseph gave a wise suggestion. And Pharaoh recognized the wisdom and said, now let me promote you. And so that you'll be able to execute this. And just go, say, you shall be over my house and over all my people. Um, and all my people shall be ruled according to your word. 
Only in regard to the throne will, will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. So you see, plan. God has said something. You know, this is what is going to happen. We receive a lot of revelations and prophecies every year. Praise God for that. So he said, this is our year of greater glory. Now, so many things are going to happen to us. And in these happenings, you have to have a plan. Am I communicating? You have to have a plan. If you're going, if you're going to experience overflow, it means you don't eat everything. You have to have a system of keeping. How many of us have seen life? It looks like this, there's a period whereby everything... You know, there's a certain level of continuous supply. And all of a sudden, there's a season of, you know, some kind of dryness. Has it happened to anybody before? That's how life is. You see it like that. And so, the plan you have is what will keep you throughout. There are people who always have. Dry season, rainy season, they always have. There are people who always, you, on, on, you begin, you're confused, like, where are they getting their strength from? Even America, they have times of financial crisis. They have times of what? Of plenty. And so it depends on the system that has been put in place. And so we must plan our life. You can, there are months in, a, in there are years whereby, you know, uh, every year, not even, there are months whereby you, you enjoy a lot. Amen. There are months whereby you enjoy, you receive strange alerts. And there are some whereby you don't receive anything. Am I communicating? And so you have to have a continuous plan. Let me continue. So, like I said, how many of us are keeping journal already? I mean, of course, we have to do that. We have to be accountable. You know, we must tell ourselves the truth. I know some of you don't like debit a lot, but you must look into it. Amen. Many of you don't like notification. You just like, ah! Ah! You want to cry. Ah! Or you're at home, you bought something. I know ATM, so ATM cards, they do that now. You bought something in the morning, and they don't, you know, you don't get the debit immediately. And then at night, you know, mm, ah, if somebody did, when you just open like ah, I really spent this money, amen. And so we must be intentional throughout, throughout the year. Every we must plan. We must have a plan. God has shown us the vision. How would we see the reality? Things don't happen by mistake. Everything happened for a reason. And your current actions or your action today has a lot to say concerning your future. Whatever you do today has a lot to say concerning. Look at what he said here. He said, now, throughout these seven years, let us gather one-fifth. He didn't say, let us wait till the 60 and then we keep everything. No, he said, from now, we'll start. So, from this beginning, this first month, everything you do determines till the end of the, year, the month. Of the year, every day, every single day counts. Don't wait for anybody. Don't don't say I have goals, I have targets, I have to do this. It has started already. You have to start today. He says, start, let's from the first year throughout the seven seven years, let's start gathering one fifth. You know, if you have if you get um, red diploma in medical school, you don't start from fifth year. You don't start from sixth year. You start from what? From first year. All of them they 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 play a huge role in your life. Get your five. In short, let me tell you something. Not even just um, the exams, because even the classes. It's not even about average. There are some teachers who just look at you. They know this one is unserious. So no matter you read in that exam, teacher look at you. Is it not you? Uh, go get out. 
You understand? But there's a way you show seriousness throughout. Many of us are, you know, you know you were not, you didn't deserve it. But she just looked like, no, but you were serious. You were showing seriousness. Has it happened to you before? You were serious. And the person knows that, you know, you were serious. You just like, I know he knows. Maybe he's just, you know, he's just scared. He's just now the one making excuse for you. Now making excuse. Because of what you've deposited throughout. Every day. So every day must count. Every day. You must start now. I want to read 20 books this year. Have you started anyone at all this year? I said, have you started anyone? At least, you know, I told us in December to um, pen number, why is that guy running away? Amen. <laughs> to write, the, um, you know, what we want to achieve this year and to also select books in order to develop ourselves in that di direction. Many of us gathered a list in that direction. Anybody? One, two, I can see. Three. And how many of us have started already? One, two, I said to before he raised his hand up, and then he raised his hand up. Amen. So, we must engage. You must develop yourself in that area. So, you must start contributing already. It's only about books. You want to have, you know, you have to write an exam this year. Have you started reading in that exam, you know, towards that direction? Have you, or you're waiting till the last time? I know people are different. They will say people are different, you know. People can, but you're reading for yourself. We know long-term memory is the best. Amen. And the only way to acquire long-term memory is what? You, it's, you have to stretch the information. It's not instant. You can't keep information. You know, if you must gather a lot of long-term information, you, it's something you do over time. It's not an instant thing. There are people who cram here. Yeah, I, like, I know I did some exams in KSMU then. And uh, well, I knew these teachers were when she was she people. They were, this one was bent. He was very angry. And he was bent on failing me because I had uh, permission to do exams before my batchmate. So I went. I don't know. He was very angry. And, like, nobody, like, and the pe petition comes like this, you know, from rector that he was not supposed to fail me. And for me, I was not, like, I was ready for him. But he was just angry. I don't know why. He even called the dean's office that, uh, I was like, I was answering, no. So then I said, I'll do it again. So I said, okay, well, he's assistant of the department. Let me go and meet the main head of the department for the exam. So I went to the main one when the semester resumed. I'm like, oh, sir, like this. And you know what he did? Just carried the petition and wrote the name of that teacher that is only that man that must do the exam. I'm like, ah. So I took Red Bull, coffee, three nights I didn't sleep. I was just cramming everything. I was like, I was ready fire for fire. The man say one, I'll give him the next. I won't tell him. So I prepared, you know, very well. I went for that exam and I gave it to him. The man you're supposed to ask one task, you know, one clinical task. So it's a therapy exam I'll call the department. You're supposed to either give either X-ray or blood analysis or what? Or ECG. The man first gave me X-ray. I said it, bam. I was very happy because X-ray was easy. He went blood analysis. You know the kind of thing that you want to argue like, ah, plus I thought it's only one that you're supposed to ask. I said, okay. He gave the blood analysis and I was praying because ECG, I was not a friend of ECG when I was you know, study. I was not really a, a friend and a fan. I always prayed against ECG. So, and then the next thing, the guy just brought out ECG. Ah! And then I wanted to argue and, you know, my spirit told me, calm down, calm down, don't, just relax. I said, okay. I said, what is this? The popular one, you should be what? MI. <laughs> I said, my cardiac infarction. I said, which position? Which position, Bao? Like, <laughs> 
Why do you mean which position? That's in the MI. He said, it's okay, it's MI. Which position? Ah, it's MI. Like, you know, it's MI. And the Spirit of God ministered to me. And um, what are those over here? Don't they come out? Amen. Um, anterior. Yeah. And the Spirit was like, anterior. You might like, like, it was very reluctant. And he gave me my very good mark that day. And I left. Three days after, everything started, nothing, the Red Bull was clearing. Everything was clearing till everything disappeared completely. Amen. And so we should not live our life like we must deposit information over time, not just for exams. Reading for your future. Reading, like, reading, you're reading for your future, for your life. So, Every day should count. You should have a plan, an intentional plan for every day to count. Whether you have six years in medical school, you start gathering those information from first year. Everything, nothing, no subject is useless. If it was useless, they would not give it to you. I'm telling you. Even, let me tell you, subject as far as to Russian law is helping me here. You know, many of you is, is at Trabotka, I use and pass the course. Me, I used to go for Russian law. It's still helping me. I'm serious. History of Russia is still helping me. Many people don't like Dimitri. No, he talks too much. He's still uh, Mama Yaga, all of them. I see. If you, if you sit down with Russian people that were influential, you just begin to talk and say, oh, this nice Mama Yaga. That's the gist. They're like, oh, this guy likes Russia. Well, well. And you know, all those is still helping. Am I communicating? So every day counts. Every day should count. It's just like somebody telling you, let me telling you about your village. And the histories around it. You just want, have you seen all these white people who are in Nigeria who, when they start to speak pidgin? People just, or they speak a native language, you just want to, like, hey, Andres, do you understand? Even in your different uh, countries, you want to see the same way also. So everything is important. Get everything in. Get, so have a plan in order to, let, have, have a lot of things to say. Now, as you have your vision and you have a plan, for every vision, there's provision. And even if you begin to have excess of, you know, excess, now it's time for you to what? To save or what? Or invest. Investment is conversion that is progressive. You invest. And there are different forms of investment. If I ask now, who has a savings account here? So example, their savings account is for withdrawal. <laughs> That's what they use it to withdraw. Yeah, savings. So you raise me up, no, nothing, nothing is there. Or how many of us have investments? How many of us have things? It could be land. It could be, there are different forms of investment. I'm going to talk about that shortly. So when you begin to experience plenty, it's not for you to squander. I know we've, we've squandered a lot before, but you know, when you have a plan, you look at this is excess cash. It's above my budget. My budget every month is what? So you put 20,000 rubles. In that particular month, you receive 60,000 rubles. It's not time for you to go and borrow money to join to buy new, the latest iPhone. Amen. So since I have plenty, I have 40 now. Let me look for who will give me another 30. You add it together, you have a phone. And Apple is so good in doing their job. They bring another one. I used to be very addicted to the latest Apple before. And then I came to everything, like Solomon, everything's vanity upon vanity. Amen. I've been using my SE beautifully for years. I'm so proud of it. It has moved a lot of money. Amen. Beyond its cost. But there are some people, 
their app has not moved any amount of money close to the amount they bought their phones. Amen. So we must, you know, excess money is not for squander. It's for savings or investment. And investments always appreciate. And how can we invest? A few things. Uh, first one is, you know, buying properties. Now I'm calling properties like we even iron or anything is a property. Amen. Buying properties, buying land. Amanda used to have one business that used to have it here. You see, she's selling land. Buy land, you know, buy properties. If she's selling land, yeah, that means you can buy. You should ask. It's they pay in installment, right? So deposit into your future. Amen. So buy properties and the rest. Shares. It was this man who was looking for me the other day, like, I want, I want to buy shares in this, in this particular company. And I want to buy shares. So, look anywhere you see shares. Find shares. Oh, buy shares. Amen. Amen. So, and also be wise. Gather facts before you invest. The time, this is not to blow any group of people because I think they are enjoying now. Bitcoin people. It's rising, right? Amen. And then those ones who don't know the markets, they start crying. But those ones who knew the market, who it was from their savings, not from their, not from their survivor. You understand? You only invest from excess. You don't invest from survivor. If you begin to invest from survivor, it is what? It is gamble. If it appreciates, and that's when the devil will be wicked to depreciate, and then you quick, quick, you buy it, and after exchanging it back, next thing again, you see that's going on. There's somebody like, he said, well, is it cost that you will buy, like, just back and forth. He's buying and selling at the wrong time. And look, at it, maybe that's not your field. <laughs> you should leave that area. Amen. Or you study that direction very well. The second one is kingdom giving. Kingdom giving is a massive investment. I'm telling you, it's the simple truth. Nobody has invested into the kingdom of God and failed before. Kingdom, it's an investment. You're investing in God's kingdom. That, let me tell you what it means. You're buying shares in this kingdom. It's a simple. It depends. Like, if you can see it properly, I'm telling you, maximize it. Investment in the kingdom of God. And you know, when we talk, like, we talk about um, money is beyond cash. Many of you, you have strength right now. There are people who are investing in their future by saving so much strength, engaging in certain things. You know, people pay when they give you cash for a job you've done. That means your ability to do that job is money itself. You simply directed it and then you converted it into cash. And so you invest your time. You invest your money. You have excess time. What are you investing that time into? You're free. You're going to be free. Some people are going to be free after exams. Some people are already free. What are you using that time to do? Invest wisely. Invest into your spiritual life. Invest into your what? Into your mental health and whatever. And, you know, into your academics, your future and everything. Don't, because when you have a plan, you will know when you, you are free. Invest into your sleep, into your rest. Look at somebody who is saying invest into your sleep. I'll, I'll try in Jesus' name. I'm trying, I'm trying. I try to plan, uh, you know, they say start from the beginning of the year. The first week was good, you know, praying, fasting and this. And then... This people with a lot of atrabotka and, and everything. I'm angry. Amen. But I'll get it. I'll get it back, back. You know, you must be intentional. It's every day. Amen. The next one is helping the needy. You're investing. Give 
And what will happen? And shall be given unto you. Is that not investment? Amen. It's a system. How many of us have given before and all of a sudden there's a way God paid us back? Has it happened to you before? Is that not a good investment? It's a sure investment. You've released and then you got back. So whenever you have excess time, help somebody. There are children who are enjoying their parents' investment over the years. Just by helping, recommendation. Father recommends the, um, the son or somebody he knows. That's what, that's investment. He recommends and like, ah, this person recommended you. They take you very serious. That is money itself. There are so many things recommendation would offer you that all the money in your life cannot buy. Am I communicating? Somebody just recommends you. And because of, so that person invested in the life of others that they could trust is or a recommendation. Amen. Next. So let me just read Philippians chapter 4, verse 15 to 19. I'll try to rush and then we'll be done shortly. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but only you. So, these people, they understood the principle of what? Giving and receiving. It's an investment. You release, you definitely get. It's going to come to you. If you sow sparingly, you what? You reap. Uh, you reap in, what, in which measure? Sparingly. If you sow bountifully, what will happen? You reap bountifully. So, if you engage... If you have different savings accounts for different measures, check banks that increase percentages and see systems that appreciate. Because when you have this system in place, God is always going to connect you with supply. God hates waste. He hates waste so, so much. He fed the 5,000 men and women and children and then he told his disciples, now gather the remaining. And all they gathered, he says, so that none shall be what? Wasted or lost. So he told them, God hates waste. And so when you begin to waste, he said, mm -mm, not this one. Let me take to a system that works. So God hates waste. It would always connect you or connect you if with um, supply if you have a plan to engage so, be intentional this year, whenever God begins, when God starts to direct. Many of you have started receiving breakthroughs already in your finances in so many areas. Get done with that. Amen. It says, for even in Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your need. So you see, these people converted their cash into oil. Am I communicating? So you can have cash, you can have money, but you can convert it into a lot. Say, and my God shall supply all all your need according to what is riches and glory. And so, 
there was a release. That is open heaven. Many of us, not every need has to do with money. Am I, am I communicating? Not every need has to do with money and says that all your need. So it might just be joy. They are depressed. And so you just, have you ever, you were sad before something and you just did something good to somebody and all of a sudden you are excited. It brings you so much fulfillment. Has it happened to you before? You helped somebody and there's this fulfillment that comes with helping. And so that's what you've invested, you've released. Oh, and also it's all about mentality. You have money, like I gave one illustration before. It's only when you are broke, the hunger is intense. But when you have a lot, there's no appetite as much. Am I communicating? And so when you have it being saved, your mentality changes. You move with so much confidence. You, you, know, you live with confidence. And so think, plan, have a plan. Let every day be a step to your vision. I'll just conclude with a few things, and then next week, I'll look at the second part of what? Doing the plan, which is what? Taking action. Taking action. Executing the plan. And there's executing the plan fully. Now, towards the end of last year and beginning of this year, God showed me, he reminded me of something. Um, he was working in my life. He was, you know, he was doing in my life so many years ago. And I lost some touch from it, uh, some touch. And that is the area of what politics, governance, and the rest. And then there was a revival, open an open door, open, you know, came last year ending. And then this, so when I was planning for books, yeah, one other area to invest yourself, you know, invest into books. You have excess money or something, you know, how can I get this material, how can I get this book? And so I gathered books, you know, in, in this direction, because, you know, for me, there are four major directions that I've penned for myself that I must develop in fully. First one is what? Politics, governance. Even after, when I was in high school, then I wouldn't teach people government. I was, I was a science student, but I was preparing people for jump, for government. After I finished um, secondary school, that's high school, I even went as far as doing another NECO so that I can get government paper. So I should, in case I'm going to do anything in that area, I have the um, papers. And of course, I cleared the paper very well. So now I gathered books in this direction. Spiritual growth also. I have books. In medicine, that is combination of neurology, psychology, genetics, and public health. I gathered all of them together. The next one, again, is what? Area of business. There's also books. And at the end of the day, all the books, about 400 of them, I had to cut, 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 cut. And I got to 300. I'm like, okay, this is my goal. And since beginning of the year, even though I've been quite slow, I've read seven already. To me, I feel I'm so slow. Because if I have 300, we have 300 and what? 65 days in a year. So if I'm at seven now, how, you know, how would I speed up the process to be able to finish? Because today is 16th. How can I finish all of them? So you must have a plan. It's not about gathering the books. What's the plan for all those books you also have? Am I communicating? So you must have a plan. Now, before we pray, because I said next week I would go into the other part of execution. In your diary, your journal, make sure every day reflect these five areas. The first one is spiritual growth. What have you done 
you know, have you added to your life spiritually today? You jot it down. Be true to yourself. Did you pray? Ask someone, when last did you pray? How long did you pray? Did you read the word of God? Did you even listen to a sermon? Maybe a podcast or something. You are, so you must every day, because man is spirit, he has a soul, and he lives what? In a body. So every day you should add to what? To your spiritual growth. The next one is your soul. That is your mind. What books are you reading? What kind of movies are you watching? Watching, sorry. You know, I'm a worry boy, you know. Amen. What kind of movies are you watching? Some of you watch movies and you are scared all of a sudden. That's worked on your mind. Or you begin to say different things. Or you begin to have stupid dreams. So be careful of the kind of movies, the exposures you have. The kind of books you also read. But read. Amen. The next one is your body. Diet, exercise. I've been bad with exercise. I have to try. Diet, I've been trying this year. Amen. So many of us, we, we spent useless money, a lot of money on unnecessary food last year. I'm one of them. And I'm trying my best. I'm very intentional. There's a plan. And so all of us, the diet, your exercise, if it's staircase or something. Sometimes maybe, you know, you've not walked out that day or something. Maybe it's a walk. Go on that walk. At least it's very easy to walk. Maybe you just from there, it was over 37 to 39, use a taxi. You can walk to help you. You're just spending excess 39 rubles. Winter now, it's like 100 rubles. So, gather yourself, cover yourself very well. Walk, exercise, adds to it. Amen. Next one, next direction is your finances. Must document input and output. You know, what comes in, credit and debit. Document it every day. The next one is your actions and executions connected to your, to your vision for the year. What have you done to move forward this year in that area? I have five exams to write this year, professional exams. Have I done the necessary? Amen. I'm planning my summer. I, uh, I, I plan to go to the United Kingdom in summer. Right now, January is finishing. You don't have the visa. Last time I checked, you need at least three months in order to get the visa, you know, the application pre, um, period. So, meaning what? If you have to go in June or July, you must, what, apply when? In March. You check your timetable for the year. In March, it looks like what they call name? It looks like you have a very serious cycle or something. So the best time to go is when? Is to go in January break. Get start the process already. Am I communicating? So check all of these. You know, these plans you must execute every day. And God is going to help us. So that's either about your journal, um, spirit, soul, body, uh, your finances, and your what? actions and your executions. God's going to help us. So next week, we'll talk, about, we'll talk more about taking actions, doing the plan as a result of executing the plan. Can we be on our, on our feet in the name of Jesus? Just be on your feet. Just begin to give God praise.